0: It's the one, it's a two, it's a three, it's a
1: hey, ah. hey, hey. Float,
0: Linda, float, Linda, float. Okay. This a wellness
1: podcast. This the wellness plug podcast. This the wellness plug podcast. Take tik. take the name is Dr. G. Hey? That's who I be. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I ride with G-O-D. Hey! hey! Oh! 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 Oh!
2: Oh! You know, you
1: know, cause we ride it with Don't God.
3: Don't leave me! Don't leave me! Listen, I'm good to go if you're good to go. Yeah, I think um, I think we've done a really nice warm up and we can get the. Show I, I thought
0: we'd done bingo.
3: The thing is, like today's awake. in my bag. Today's topic is
0: it's
1: very sensitive to me. You know, um, guys, it's such a pandemic. <laughs> It is oh such, like, as a, as a, as a queer man.
3: You are a pandemic.
1: You know, here, the gays, they will play with your feelings. But they will rustle, right? They will, they will literally <laughs> stuff their hands in your throat, through the esophagus, grab wait, your heart, wait. rip it, rip it apart. <laughs> literally, like, the experiences, I don't know how many talking stages I've been through this year. Potential, you know, boyfriends. But then all of a sudden they switches up.
0: As you in know? ghosting? Yeah,
1: like they'll ghost you okay. or they'll start acting, you know, weird. All right. um, they just, they will entice you. Like I feel like in relationships, when I go into like, you know, the talking stage with somebody, they'll entice me at the beginning. Everything mm-hmm. is flowing. Conversations are mm-hmm. good. You know, we like each other. The seduction. And, and then cheeky cheeky, you know, someone is, is, is being cold. Someone right. is ghosting me.
0: I feel like maybe and you can't figure out exactly you, why, or you you can't identify that timestamp in your timeline, yeah. where it got switched up. It almost I just can't. seems to happen. I can't overnight. The,
1: just the things just happen so quickly, you yeah. know. With with the relationships, the modern relationships. Cause we are all meeting up on the gram, Instagram, DM each other. We start chatting it up. We are probably like in a relationship because I already have a heart next to your your number. Um, And we already start, you know, posting each other. And then the next thing, the next week it's silence.
0: As you were saying that I was wondering, is that why Mm -hmm. a lot of modern day relationships are so difficult to keep up? Like if you were to compare it to like a kitchen, right? Where back in the day, Fast food wasn't readily available You'd have to sit there with your stew That had to be cooking for mm-hmm. hours and hours And when you tasted it, it was so good Yeah Now it's like, quick one, air fryer You know, shout out to the air fryer right. It's healthy, <laughs> it's amazing But like, air fryer quick And then 10 minutes, you got a meal But yes. then like, it's not that good for you
3: well I think brothers the reason the reason we are gathered here today is because I feel I feel like I feel like wellness is needed in dating So a warm welcome to Umjolo, the wellness edition and by the way isn't it great that we have hit our YouTube channel hey! intro? Well, can we say hello to the YouTube? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, <laughs> the hello,
0: is, hello, the plug is, this is you. So this those of us, you who are. are
3: not familiar with this crew that has already gotten into the topic, we are the wellness plug. I'm not riding alone. My name is Dr. G, as you'll find out pretty soon enough. And we're getting into... Such an introduced, such a juicy topic, but mm. I do want. It's introducing. I know it's introducing. Did you hear that? <laughs> I you love heard that? Right. So I am rolling with two amazing individuals and we're going to take you through this topic <laughs> called Um Cholo, the wellness edition, uh-huh. Katero, how are you?
0: Oh, that's the wellness check that we do every of time we, we, we meet up. We I ain't am... starting
3: with such a juicy topic without checking in. Cause I don't know how you're going to be at the end of this. Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm starting at 70% charge. <laughs> I'm, at, I'm at 70% charge right now. I've returned right. from uh, a two week long trip that oh, nice. I think was exciting, was um, taxing from an energy point of view, okay. mentally, uh, physically, but I really enjoyed it and was reunited with my son a couple of days ago, which in itself was a reunion of of, of all kinds of emotional sorts. Yeah. So I'm still in, in a mode of trying to recover. Uh, you know, like when you come back from a long holiday, in the yeah. year, you need a holiday yeah. from your holiday.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. We yeah. You. So 70%, but generally I'm, I'm very good and really excited to explore this topic, which for me comes at a time where it's ideal in that there's a lot that I think I need to learn okay. about dating and relationships and then also i'm like i don't think i'm ready i want to be i think i want to be but even saying i want to be doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. like i shouldn't be in one because i i feel the need to be in one i'm still trying to figure all of that out i think i've been out of the dating game for such a long time that um i'm doing this like feeling my way around yeah. type well, of thing.
3: Don't you worry, my brother, fix this. Hold here. my hand. If, if anything, if anything, <laughs> we will get out of this Titanic together alive, hey? Alive, that is the goal. <laughs> We're in the boat. Because save I can help. tell you, Umjolo <laughs> can feel like a giant Titanic. And for a lot of people, it's such a don't. What you've described is what a lot of people in general go through, there's just different seasons that we all are in when it comes to this topic. Mm-hmm. And I am really excited to where it takes us. And Linda, how are before, you? Before we get into some interesting Hey, you're already sharing the stories, <laughs> but um, Yo, how how are you before we get into your particular mjolo stories? Unjani babes, unjani. sunbaun, sunbaun, on YouTube.
1: Wow, this is amazing I'm so glad that we um, Are growing And going into You know, the YouTube space So that y'all can see My pretty face Get it, Um, get it Serve
2: them
1: But anyways I'm actually really good Uh, The train is starting To move a bit Mm -hmm. Um, So even me Being here with you guys Is like Something that's gonna ground me, you know, and just be like, I say, Because I've and genuinely
0: missed this. Have you
2: missed this? Right. I, missed this? I, just, I'm like, I sincerely
1: miss being in the safe space. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, because you know, production starts very soon, and there's roles that I've been, you know, auditioning for that are potentially, you know, going to work in my favor. Yeah. There's just so many things that Sorry. are happening now, and I've had like the past two months, my calendar was just. You know, quiet. Yeah. Wow. And now that you know things are starting to pick up a bit, and you know the season is coming, um, you know the prime season, or oh, December mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so I'm just, I'm just really in a in a, a point where I'm just like ready for that again. Yeah. You know, ready for that busyness, ready to you know get back to being booked and busy, yeah. but also aligned and rested. Oh, um, <laughs> here we go. Busy um, so yeah. aligned
3: and rested. Love yes.
1: It. So, but in terms <laughs> of um, look, guys,
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: Before we get to Jolo, because you guys are just guys, they're just rushing to get into this topic. I would like to take a moment to celebrate the fact that we are reunited. We are starting a brand new chapter of this journey. And both of you have been incredibly busy with new seasons, which is part of the reason Mm -hmm. our schedules are crazy. But what we do promise you, if you like and follow, our channel. And subscribe. We will definitely, and subscribe. Thank you so much. subscribe on YouTube. So subscribe su- my So y- I'm y- level. Subscribe. am level. Yes. Okay, I'm going to practice in some screen sheet. Subscribe <laughs> to the subscription. The wellness plug is where you need to go for all the action. We will be delivering for this year because we are so busy but we'll do our best one a month. We will be here mm-hmm. inspiring healthy conversations mm-hmm. in this safe space. But I really want to cheers your respective growth. You're back oh. Doing your thing oh, yes. Can we just take oh, a moment to right that, to Let's, trip, go. Let's, to go. That Let's go To God
0: be the glory Oh girl. my
3: gosh What has that been like?
0: Wow To wow.
3: have I was actually, All of that Come back
0: I was actually saying to Ulinda earlier on When we were driving here That It's, it's been Amazing in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. From a mechanical point of view, the execution of the actual task of being a broadcaster—that right. I feel has always been in me. So the machines were—it's like getting into the factory and then, and then, and the machine starts going. <laughs> we and have a really, sh- sh- <laughs> ah. you know what I mean? Love that. <laughs> the train. Oh, seen <laughs> seen oh, that train. Oh, you know I what I'm saying? Hanuba. You know. And then there's been the 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 other mind blowing part. Okay which has been the, the public's reception of me returning to the home and what I love doing mm-hmm. so much and how everyone has been so incredibly positive and happy to see me happy. Yes. And that's an amazing place to be. And when people are encouraging of you to be happy and then when you are, they find joy in that. And then you find joy in the fact that they are joyful and then it becomes this beautiful, uh, self, uh, Propelling machine yeah. that continues mm, yeah. to feed itself out of the purity of joy. So that's been incredible.
3: Well, we celebrate your courage. You know, you Thank know, you. we've we've obviously <laughs> been taking a few bragging rights. <laughs> like course, no, we brought it back to you guys, but it's fine. What <laughs> what we've really loved is just there is joy. There is joy mm-hmm. in every single moment that we have seen, and that is what I want to continue to celebrate and encourage. Please embrace this It is so deserved We are unapologetically Team Cat Thank you very much Just in case those of you were confused Um, And on that wonderful note I do also want to inform you That your favorite character You know that character On that interesting On that interesting Mm. telenovela He's coming back (laughs) I'm obsessed with him Linda, congratulations The wife is coming back Thank you, thank you, thank you
2: It can't be a wellness
3: plug without me plugging everybody into let's what go,
1: you're missing out That's so funny because, you know, articles <laughs> were going out and, uh, prior to, you know, when production ended, we, yes. nobody was really aware what was happening, yeah. you know? So a lot of the blog, uh, blog articles and stuff were just writing stuff. Um, Linda has quit the wife or wow. Wow. Mbali has yes. quit the wife. And yeah. so like, they were just saying all these things. And in my mind, I was like, maybe did I, Because <laughs> like, did I do the job? Because it's an industry that I'm, I don't know how right, it operates, right, right. and a lot of the things that people are reporting on, on mm-hmm. Twitter, then they are later confirmed to go to actually it is true, you know, like or uh, like wow. I, I remember when they they talked about a show being cancelled, but the people that were acting on the show were just like, nah, that's not true. And then the following week, the show got cancelled. Oh, so for me, wow. so for me, it's such a scary uh, thing that to navigate scary. because you actually don't know sometimes okay. what's happening within. Uh, And you might even hear it on, you know, these blogs. But sometimes they are lying, and that's proven. I'm -hmm. back by popular demand. Let's go! And is definitely, I'm just excited for when. When are we
3: likely to see you back on screen? Most
1: probably late November, um, or early December.
3: Well, I'm obsessed with the twinning that you and Bali do, so I'm here for it. I'm excited. Um, Of course, how I'm doing I Yes, said, exactly I, it. I turned I was about to how say do you, hey, How do you think hey, How I do you la, think la, I'm doing <laughs> how la, la. You're on level
0: 4, CC. Happy, happy, happy birthday level. in person I know I, I wished you um Via Thank text and It whatnot. was very well received Wow And <laughs> just the countdown I loved it as well Yeah you know, the, the different Thank you. parts of growth That you have been personally going through To get to the fourth decade of life
3: Well, I think there's two aspects Why that was significant One, I do whatever I do on my account and Mm. then people took over my account for three days, but I really think they did an amazing (laughs) job. Mm. But um, I have a very long, interesting history and some of it is to do with today's topic, Kumbhjolo. And I feel that as women get older, it's interesting how our voice sometimes gets dismissed or minimized Mm. in terms of this discussion, because they, they used to be the stereotypical construct of, you know, we don't have much to give once you hit a certain age. Um, And I still meet younger people who are scared to get older. Like I meet 25 year old young women who are like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself when I turn 40. And I'm like, girl, it starts to get really fun from 40. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think for me, just taking stock of what has transpired in these four decades was just a start for me to get people excited about my next 40. But I think all of us should be really comfortable with age because one You are going to stay in this body as it changes for the rest of your life So if you're Mm -hmm. not comfortable now Mm -hmm. in your 20s Then I really want to start working with you Because by the time you get 50, 60, it could be really rough But I do think also that the knowing yourself You know, that kind of certainty and clarity Mm -hmm. Happens as you get older So I'm enjoying dating more now My last, oh my gosh, my last 10, 15 years (laughs) They've <laughs> <laughs> been a mess. Right. <laughs> have they been messy? No. They've been good. They've been the better part wow. of mine. I can't wait to give you guys some tidbits. But I'm before we get gear. into that, we've got a very interesting way we're going to get into Umjolo, guys, because I felt that I don't trust the mm-hmm. three of us né, what? To, to construct this part. So I asked a very special person mm-hmm. to get us into gear so that okay. we know how vulnerable we're going to be. Guys, we want to do like a naked version symbolically of Umjolo. So I brought my trusted voice um, to ask us some interesting questions. So we're going to do the scroll. Remember the scroll? We're going yeah, yeah, to yeah. do it yeah. a bit differently. We're going to pick a number from one to 20, go around the room. Okay. And okay, uh, we're going to ask, yes, our, our master, our mastermind. <laughs> um, are, we,
0: are we calling her the mastermind? We're calling her the mastermind. Okay, that's right. Her, her, the voice from within.
3: Oh, for the wellness plug, I like that even better. Voice okay, from within. I I'm like that. Do
0: that later. <laughs> no, I mean we've just named her right now.
3: Okay, so as the, it is. so the voice from within yeah. is going to come from the wellness cave mm. and uh, ask us sure. some questions. And very I think mysterious place. It makes sense since. Um, you know, I'm the most confident in the group. Right. Of course. Yes. <laughs> of, yes. Uh, of this topic, for me to go bravely into the dark night. Okay. And ask the voice from within, I would like to choose number seven. What is your definition of intimacy? Ooh. I went for it tonight. Wow.
0: <laughs> Lucky number seven. <laughs> Two for ten.
3: <laughs> My definition of intimacy, and, and I think this is. I'm going to go experiential more than dictionary definition. Mm-hmm. My definition of intimacy is being able to connect from a place of vulnerability and honesty, physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm-hmm. If you can achieve that with another human being, you've practically won the lotto. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my answer. Mm-hmm. I'm
2: out
0: and I'm sticking to it.
3: Mm-hmm. I love oh, that.
1: Wait. I like, I, same. I actually really love that. <laughs> I always just thought intimacy.
0: Was Kali In the bed What? <laughs> bed- <laughs> bed- Kali Kali
1: <laughs> bed-
3: <laughs> That's why oh, big, big Sister is here oh, wellness. Bring the wellness Bring <laughs> the wellness Who's next Who's next oh, okay, go. We've got can two I, rounds of this need, So I next one to, I
1: need to choose <laughs> number 11 I hope it's something like Not that deep and profound
3: <laughs> Alright Do you believe in monogamy? Ooh. Yo <laughs> I <I'll- laughs> Let's just do the whole oh. show and scroll questions. Oh. Um, all right. There mm, Linda, there it is. You've okay. taken your sip. Talk up. Okay, it. so
1: my experiences um, in dating, I understand that we have different expectations from relationships um, in terms of we all, you know, get into a relationship wanting different things out of it. And it's about that couple, those two people coming together and deciding exactly what works for them. I know very much, it's a very difficult um, subject within the queer community, um, monogamy, because of the way that, you know, Mm. a lot of our relationships work. Um, So there's a lot of us that actually don't practice monogamy, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not saying that all queer people, this is just from my experiences, Mm -hmm. where we'll have a couple that is married, Mm -hmm. but they'll still, just explore. to keep your yeah, explore outside So they'll have an open relationship And it works for them So people do what works for them mm-hmm. At that particular time So people, certain uh, There are types of people that will say You know, we practice monogamy Because religion says that uh, You should, you know, marry one person Stick by them But also my culture says You can have, you know, different wives mm-hmm. uh, Maybe four or five mm-hmm. and be polygamous And then my Culture in being queer says that I can't really follow any of these things because they don't recognize me in their their light. So why should I, you know, why should I let heterosexual norms dictate how I experience my queerness? Mm, Um, So it's just a very tough, tricky thing. Um, Where are you
3: right now? Maybe that's that's personal context, yes, with monogamy. I'm
1: ticker-taking. I'm just... Get the right. Like I'm just no, 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 no say, Peace job, Nyana talk, no, no. <laughs> talk. Yeah, but like So would general,
3: you accept being in a relationship with someone who has a relationship with someone else? The thing is when you say
1: accept, it's almost like, well, wow. um, when you say accept, it's almost like now I'm it's another a conversational type of thing between me and that person, you know? Like, ah, you are, you are coming here, this is what I want, mm-hmm. or this is what we want. Mm-hmm. We are forever growing human beings. What we can mm. agree on today can be a different conversation tomorrow. The person that I met last year, today we could be completely different people. So it's always a, con- a conversation that is happening. There's nothing for me that says it's mm. written down, signed, and we are done. The conversation it's can happen. Answer. Yeah, The con- answer. conversation can still happen, even after we are, we've So been, as long
3: as it's consensual. Yeah,
1: consensual, yes. Okay. Yes. Like pelok chitag is out of. I think alignment
0: line. is what you what you That's were speaking fine. about. As long mm. as you are aligned, right? As yeah,
1: fine. and yeah. we and we and we're able maybe to, after five years of being together, maybe start you know having a conversation of maybe let's explore you know an open relationship. If it happens, People it happens. Do People you do that. it, and I'm not judgmental of that. Yeah. You know, sure. I'm
3: loving these answers. Okay, it's getting that, really wow. spicy. You, um, you
0: picked the, the spiciest of the two, right? So and now I'm like, wow. <laughs> Well, here I go <laughs> into
3: the fiery pit. You
0: need, you need a spicy year.
3: <laughs> what? We are uh, going to Woosa and cut the whole It's way all right.
0: It's all right. And
3: pick I, the number, my friend. I'm picking
0: <laughs> the number that I went for originally, even though it's very close to yours. Number ten. <clears throat> the voice from within. <clears throat>
3: Let's go. Do, 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 do. What scares you about relationships? Ooh.
0: Oh,
1: ah, uh, 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 The voice from within is very no, intense. She's this cooking question. us.
3: She's cooking us. Fry
0: us. <laughs> Wow. Hmm. It's a double-edged sword, right? Because, um, I have in the past, and I think to a certain degree still hold Mm -hmm. high expectations of myself, right. Of in in terms of who I would like to be uh, as a partner to someone. Um, And the, the, the fear of not being able to meet that expectation scares me. Number one. Um, I don't know if it's because it's, it's unrealistic. It's, it's too high. It's, I don't know, but it, it certainly does. And then also the other side of that double-edged sword is, uh, I think I, I have (laughs) developed massive trust issues. Mm. Um, I, I find it difficult to have a conversation with someone at the moment and then to purely accept what they say at face value as what it is. Like, that's what you say. So I believe that's what you say for what it is. Absolutely. There's always the voice that goes like, but what if that little word or that sentence construction was meant in this way that could potentially harm you here and there. And I'm, I'm, I think a lot of people probably go through that, oh, whoever has gone through their own personal traumas in their own lives. I'm only mm-hmm. speaking from my own personal perspective. Um, but I think, I think it's the combination of those two that I, I want to be an ideal partner for yeah. my partner, yeah. but then how do I even allow myself to explore what a partner would want if I cannot accept everything that they say? at face value Mm.
2: and i'm filtering
0: what they are saying through my past traumas or experiences yeah i Um, think the
3: beauty i think the beauty of what you're saying is exactly the essence of why we're putting the wellness angle into this topic is mm -hmm. um anything to do with a loving relationship and sharing a life with someone else requires the most vulnerable the most um soulful parts about to come out. Yeah. And some of our soulful parts need tending. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be the wellness aspect of the conversation. And that's why I really love how you, how you're facing at the same time while you're acknowledging what you're scared of, you're facing it. Yeah. I got to give <clears> I got to give you that because
0: <clears throat> <throat> <throat> I have to, right? Because yeah, I I know myself as a don't. person. I, I know that I want to be in um, a, a long term relationship, and I would like to be married one day, and I would like to have a family one day. <sighs> um, it's just that my the way that I the choices I've made um, in life, and the way that life has played played itself out um, from my personal experience hasn't hasn't been the ideal thing, right? Which is yeah. part of the one side of that sword. That yeah. like, okay, how do I look at it and go take the lessons and move forward? knowing and trusting yourself first of all, and then knowing and trusting another person because that, that needs to come together in a beautiful balance in order, at least in my mind, we'll get into the aspects of relationships and dating as we go along, but that for me needs to come together in a beautiful balance in order for a relationship to be sustainable and then hence long lasting. Mm. So I think those are, um, two aspects that I can quote Mm. and think about right now, but that if you, delve deeper into them could be explode into entire universes on their own. Absolutely. And like, for me, when you mentioned the
1: part of, you always want to, you know, be your best, the best uh, best Mm. higher, you know, version of yourself. To that person And I mean we've had even conversations prior About how even in high school you did all the sports And you're always that kid Mm. So you always want to present the best parts of yourself to somebody And sometimes you don't really have to do that Just being you in your most natural and most organic state Is enough for that person And it's fulfilling enough You never want to feel as if you are trying to impress Or trying to, you know, make you yourself seen and, and look,
0: don't, don't get me wrong, right? It's not, it's not necessarily about showing up on the day in such a way that you impress the socks off of this person. It's not performance. Mm. It's not performance. It's, it's about being enough. Right. And then like we had a conversation earlier on, right? Yeah. About that feeling of crazy or drunken love that you chase, yeah. that excitement where uh, the more sustainable and long-term feeling is that choice. waking up in the morning... And, and every day. Every finish. day. And feeling like I don't need... To put impress a or mm. put on a performance, I am enough as I am, mm. with my ups and downs, yes. with my baggage,
2: exactly.
0: with my I don't feel good today. Like I don't, yeah, Uncle and Shout. that's okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. good with that. I I love you even in that. In that, you know what I mean. Do and you- not the, but you are this person to the rest of the world. Mm. You bring joy to everyone in the world. Why can't you be that twenty four seven here
1: with me? With me?
0: What am I not? Enough for you to do that It's like, no, it's not about that I, I don't feel the need to come home And to have to perform
3: mm. and But I think different. both of you are touching on One of the first areas That this particular wellness segment Is going to go into Which is loving any other person Is a journey in and of itself mm. And that's one of the reasons mm. That as much as the, the episode is called um or the wellness edition One of the things that I hope we're going to take the pluggers through as we continue to discuss this very interesting hot topic is the aspect of how are we looking within before we go going seeking those things in another human being? Because Mm. one of the first ways I want to open this conversation is with this statement. The, one of the most important journeys that one needs to appreciate is the fact that in order to know, in order to know what you have to offer someone else, it's important that you start with building a life with yourself.
2: Mm -hmm. And
3: from a wellness point of view, that's really one of the foundations of love. But I think there's some exciting things that we've started on. If you have a friend or two, you need to be very comfortable playing questions like this because one of the reasons I enjoy the scroll is there's there's an immediate conversation around the topic. So Ooh. so big up to the voice from within. And for those of you who are watching, we're gonna do the second round at the end as a bonus to this particular episode. So don't touch that dial because they are not off the hook. The voice from within will be coming back at the end of Um Jollo the Wellness Edition. Just. To give us one more round after we've reflected on this wellness topic. yeah. So there's a couple of things we're going to go into. Okay. The first is I'm going to discuss what, and I love that you already raised it, the science of falling in love. You know where we think we've got control over the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to free some minds. That doesn't mean I'm giving you excuses to blame <laughs> science when okay. you're doing irresponsible things, but there is a scientific explanation. process and okay. explanation to the falling. Then we're gonna go into the factors that affect sustainability of relationships, where we will discuss some reckless habits that lead to unhealthy attachments, and we're gonna end hopefully on what are healthy way, sorry, healthy ways that you can pursue mm-hmm. your dating and love life journey as you figure this whole umjolo thing out. So. Please make so sure. Should
0: I, should I delete Tinder now? Um, we're
3: going to talk joking. about that because I've i never even. Know.
0: <laughs> never even.
3: But you know, I'm, for example, a big advocate of that. And I oh, have some stories to, oh, to share. So, what about oh, Grindr? What about Grindr? We're going to talk about all of them. <laughs> all right. So get on board and let's definitely take you on a journey of wellnessology where we will be discussing the science of falling in love. Oh my gosh, this topic is going to take us somewhere It, it already is But um, if you are a plugger right now Who's in their fields Because we're talking about something That is affecting you right now First and foremost, let's just uh, have a moment With our pluggers to say you're not alone Umjolo uh, kifatuk for a reason mm. And Dr. G is here to make it better So, Kifatuk <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kifatuk, like what's Kifatuk
3: that? baby Go and Google it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get forget forget about it, forget about it. If you've
3: ever written intense quotes after breaking up, you will know what the good doctors say. If I do,
2: yeah. if I
1: do. yeah.
3: But um, okay. I want to take you on a wellness ride. You know, someone who appreciates that our life journeys affect our physical, mental and emotional health. Part of... What I want to now ease is the journey of dating. Mm. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to take away all the necessary angst and anxiety that inevitably comes with taking a risk. You know, loving another person is a leap of faith. That's part of it. That's just part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, That doesn't get any easier. But I think there are some things that can help all of us navigate this season as positively, as resiliently, as bravely with fewer scars than we might be inviting so not all of okay. us are aware what habits then we might be inviting you know what i mean you're so inviting some the scars. Are, definitely wow. this Take is going to be a reflective sit. session so let's start with that early stage that early stage when you see someone that you the, like i keep on falling yeah. there we go that stage that makes you want to sing and stay up all night and you can't sleep You know, fortunately for a lot of you, it's not your fault. Dr. G is here to say it's not your fault. You can blame it. You can blame it on the science. So scientifically, there is a relationship between the experience of falling in love because there's things that happen to you chemically, right? The interesting thing about evolution is that as human beings, we emit, transmit, and produce certain substances when we have spotted a potential mate. So mm-hmm. I'm about to get a little bit Darwinian on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you need your notebook, this is a good so time. It's, it's part it's a good of you are. It's, it's I'm, natural. I'm going to give some interesting things you can use on DMs. Listen here. <laughs>
0: so Sliding into DMs sliding. like, <laughs> I had a
3: neurological <laughs> reaction
0: that uh, sparked
3: so, my interest. So one of the common things people talk about is being hit by Cupid's arrow. Mm-hmm. This yeah. restless, almost roller coaster experience that starts to hit when you, you know, are feeling someone. Perhaps by the third or fourth time <laughs> you're spotting someone you like, you might, you may not experience it the same rush. But think about the first time it's crazy. you fell in love. It's absolutely crazy. Didn't you feel out of control?
0: It is. It's okay. an out-of-control feeling. Right? I mean, if I if, even if I like take it back to the very first time that I experienced. <laughs> liking someone. Right. It was madness. I couldn't even speak a proper word to this person when they asked me. So like, do you like me? And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's crazy. And that I'm glad to know it, it it was not entirely up to my own dumbfoundedness. But there was uh, a <laughs> something of a chemical reaction happening inside me that permitted <laughs> that well, kind not, of action. Not
3: all the reactions, oh, yeah. but, but part of what I can tell you. So what what happens is there's this almost Rush Let's call it a neurotransmitter rush So there are very interesting hormones that happen When you spot someone you love The Mm -hmm. first one is no adrenaline Now no adrenaline is an interesting hormone Because it stimulates the production Of a hormone called adrenaline Adrenaline gives you the palpitations Mm -hmm. So the increased heart rate The fight or flight The anxiety The palm sweating Mm -hmm. The going clammy Not knowing what to do But it also is the reason you don't sleep much in that early stage, because oh. you're constantly thinking, so adrenaline is one of those hormones that also triggers what we call the rumination, the constant thinking of your loved one mm. but the one that most of you really love out there is my good old friend dopamine
0: dopamine the feel good the feel hormone.
3: good hormone where all you can think of is Running in the sunflower field With your love done Okay that just Really exposed my age is it really Whatever you're it, thinking it, <laughs> just, it's, it's, it's Is it
1: really love though Is that <laughs> the experience of Well love? this
3: is one of the Interesting reasons why I said The context of the scientific aspect Is the falling in love Falling in love The falling this. Or maybe sometimes Can just be like you uh, We will get craving. there Because lust is very lust, yeah, lust. Interchangeable with love At that point speaking. Well, one
0: speaking the
3: One of the reasons <laughs> That there is this Wonderful debate About love being the choice Because Mm. the journeying Of getting to know someone And being with them And building a love That's the choice Mm. The science is only Accounting for the falling Let's just make that clear Right,
2: okay Because some
3: people Love to stay In the falling stage And they actually Start to believe That when this rush Is gone So has the love The love love
1: gone This Mm. is a
3: very Temporary stage And I think it's really important I say it up front I'm so glad you asked The question early This is a very Temporary stage and it's a primary stage of attachment. Mm. And it's a hormonal driven stage for a particular period. And you've got to transition once you know that person into the real deal. Is that, I why, that, is stage, that why people say that, lo- you
2: know,
0: love is, is not a feeling. 100%. Love is not a feeling. Love is a journey. Mm. It's a choice.
3: It's a choice that becomes a journey. Mm. Wow. Because you're journeying with another human being when you choose to partner with them and stay bonded yeah. for a long, long time.
1: So then this thing of falling out of love, uh, does it not exist? Does it completely not exist? Or- well,
3: this is also one of the reasons why not focusing the attention from a relationship point of view on the falling in or falling out is critical. Because part of what our generation likes to do is to be intoxicated in something. Mm-hmm. And I mean that very respectfully. Mm-hmm. So. Think of most of your coping mechanisms. When life is hectic, you want to go to a a pleasurable place. Mm -hmm. Human being is designed to want pleasure, not pain. Mm -hmm. The reason that I like to steer away from encouraging things like falling in and falling out of is one, a lot of those processes are not within your control, but just maybe to describe what most people probably mean by falling out of love is they've lost the spark the excitement that mm-hmm. happens when they are around that person. Yeah,
2: and, most and people and are to, incredibly the, to the detriment, of the, and to the detriment then. of the relationship. Like,
0: so now it's no longer worth pursuing because 100%. where's that excitement? Did yeah. I? Did I? Did I? Did you leave me? Did I leave you? Meanwhile, the relationship is still continuing. Okay. It just needs to be worked on because it's not a feeling.
3: And most people don't know what their attachment styles are while they're falling in love with someone. So. So another wonderful conversation we can have on another day is attachment styles, avoidant, anxious, all of that. And depending on your attachment style, you may be a person who's prone to be addicted to the falling stage. Mm. And you want to cling on to that because that Mm. might be for you an expression of feeling secure in the relationship. But all couples move out of the falling stage into this interesting choice and journey stage. And I think it's critical for us to discuss what you have control over and what you don't. because. The minute you have this wonderful euphoric feeling, which is what these hormones, you know, phenylethylamine, noadrenaline and dopamine, great rush can last for months. The honeymoon mm-hmm. phase You've mm-hmm. heard of the honeymoon Honey phase? phase This so is the honeymoon mean phase You I mean, are on that drip And every day is just, You want to jump your partner ooh, Every second
1: Basically, it's, it's The Betty
3: Cal it. phase Let's call it the Betty Cal phase I think, think you've so just coined the term You've coined the term <laughs> Legit Once you're done with Betty Kyle There's another human being On the other side With trauma With the story With ideas With values With, values, with cultural beliefs hmm. With the family mm-hmm. With friends There's this entire human being Who's coming with an entire story that you now have to figure out I love if that. it works with yours. I,
0: I love terming it the story instead of terming it baggage, because baggage makes Nothing. it seem it makes so it seem negative. negative like, Correct. Like, Correct. Why would I want to carry your baggage? No, I want to read your story oh, and be that's a part a good one. of it and be a, a part of that story. Yeah. Right? So, so the, we're at dopamine.
3: We're at dopamine. The last guy that I really love Is phenylethylamine So you can say to someone you phenylethylamine'd me <laughs> Hey, 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 hey Phenylethylamine so that particular one Is the reason you have butterflies In your stomach hmm. So the butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. You can
0: totally When you see or think about this every person Every
3: single time Like I said This rush is activated Can be stimulated Every time your partner is in your presence Or if you just think about them That's why it's such a relentless, almost attack <laughs> on your body because some people pick up really, really unhealthy habits during this stage, right? Mm. Because it one, the constant thinking about your partner can lead to a, a period of anxiety because if your partner is not reciprocating the texts and the phone calls and yeah. the and now we've got social media, so there's also this inst- wonderful thing of social oh, media goodness. stalking our our crushes. Uh, and and when there isn't reciprocity, you can have a different kind of reaction, even hormonally, because that can activate your stress cascade. Yeah. And you don't want the in love cascade and the stress cascade going together, guys. Ooh. So it's so mindful. I want the reason I want to pause the scientific role of falling in love in this stage is because I want to remind all those of you who are feeling hopeless in love, and who are relishing and immersing yourself in the process, the most important thing I want to say is, Dr. G, is you need to be looking after yourself Mm -hmm. during this period. Mm. Because Mm. as much as you can blame science for losing control, you have control over a few basic things. The first thing you have control over is how you read your object of affection's signals. Because in this phase, you need Mm. to appreciate You're vulnerable. You're vulnerable to every single thing they're doing, saying, not doing, not saying. Whether you want
0: to or not, it's happening. And a lot of the
3: healthy and unhealthy behaviors tend to crop up at the sensitive stage. Because what we may term crazy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right, Mm -hmm. is such an interesting gray area. Because what I prefer to do is say there's a healthy way to express this season and there's an unhealthy way to express the season mm. so number one example of an unhealthy way to express yourself during this season is trying by all means to find out where your object of affection lives if they haven't given you the oh, address wow and literally stalking them that happens it can I happen thought- while you're under this rush i mm. mm-hmm, gonna put it out mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, straight mm-hmm, up what's no stalking them yeah
0: yeah please yeah,
3: don't no. do that just not a good idea i do it
0: i do it actively. <laughs> no but but like you know to, to the, like to the know. extent of <laughs> oh i want to know where you are where you
2: have out at all out. times
1: not yeah. like i want to know where you live no like i'll, I'll google a, a man and try and find something <sighs> just to know who That's i'm dealing with and it's also a toxic trait okay but like Ooh. i don't want to the thing is for me it's like i don't want to waste my time the earlier what are you
3: googling for is okay. my question
1: to find out exactly who I'm dealing with at hand So most cases it's probably you trying to find What
3: reveal? Give me examples of how Google helps I'm, you make a decision
1: No, so it's not in a literal sense Like okay. I go on Google okay. uh, But just in terms of like finding out in the streets oh, Who is this person? Do you know about him? Or okay. who is his crew? Who's his ex? Who was he dating before? What happened prior to that?
0: You know, like I'll try by all means to find as much information.
2: I, I know it's that. a toxic
1: trait. I, I know. get
2: that
0: because yeah. but then I also stand on the side of saying, you could be opening yourself up to an influx of influence from people that have ill intent. Mm. And, and then-
3: Or worse, a, lim- that- a limited idea and understanding of that, of your person. Is there, is there I've got an, int- I, I have a question to appreciate the habit. Is the reason being you are not at that point secure and sure enough that your partner is going to be able to answer the curiosity that you have about them? Or are you still at an explorative phase that you don't want to engage your partner in those questions to find out more about them?
1: Uh, For me, I think it's the trust element. Whatever I ask the the partner at that time, they'll most probably tell me what I want to hear because of my past cool. experiences Ute, they will just tell me exactly what i want to hear and sometimes as you were saying before mm. Ute, uh, sometimes you meet someone they tell you um something at face value and you should just take it as it is but because considering the experiences that i've had in the past yeah i tend to want to find out on my own or what's happening you know and what type of person you are i can't just believe what you say no mm. i know, I know mm-hmm. it's it's
3: no, I get um, that though. Definitely, this this is. It's not about judging a behavior; it's about understanding it. One of the biggest things I always say that the journey of wellness is understanding yourself. And what I like about you know you answering the question is your place where you're coming from is the trust. Mm-hmm. And every and also, single one of us has an issue with with trust. It's in, and, trusting and think, someone new, right? Yeah, into yeah our but I face. think it's also
0: important to say at this juncture that
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, why you and I possibly jumped up it's not that you're doing it in an invasive manner yes. or in a manner in which it threatens somebody's the well-being of your well-being, well-being or cuz cuz that that's a completely totally different yeah. field um if, if your investigations stretch to that level it's for your own company and you do it in the sense of let's say asking a friend or somebody mm. who might have met this person um the relevant questions that you feel you need to know before entering into that conversation with that person, if I'm if I'm understanding yeah. correctly, and Correct. I'm
3: curious to know how many of you pluggers investigate the object of your affection and your crush, because I think that that is such a modern day dating trend, and I think it is one I that got- that is interesting to explore. And yeah. what are the limits? Doctor G wants to know what are the limits to your investigations I think because a lot of people do it subconsciously.
0: You might be sitting mm, with a okay. person who is within that six degrees of separation of that person. And then you end up in a conversation and you're listening. You're not necessarily asking the questions, but now you're listening with more intent because you are trying to find out a bit more about this person. So, uh, oh, wow. So you were there with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. What was he with? Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. Really? And then
1: you see a, 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 the comments as well. I read comments. I'll see the oh, likes. No. Who's constantly
3: liking this? Oh, like I said, there are limits. <laughs> One thing I do want to leave on, on, a, on a wellnessology note is this. If you're finding yourself during this very vulnerable stage, doing more work, trying to figure out who the person you're interested in rather than asking them maybe you need to step back and reevaluate mm. how you would have wanted to be treated in that situation if you were currently cuz i'm assuming you're probably an object of affection on their side how would what kind of a chance would you like to be given to be able to address mm-hmm. those yeah, questions that's, and that's, that's point. the healthy boundary yeah. so we go from this interesting falling in love stage to the real dance now the real dance is influenced by a lot of factors. And I think when you observe in general, you've all watched friends, family members, associates, every single human being. You've watched couples on the street look in love, be in love, couples married for a long time. Mm. There's this interesting, beautiful dance that then happens, whether or not you've chosen something long term or you've chosen something short term. Mm. And what influences uh, all of us, what influences all of us in choosing a partner that we want to take this dance in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious to get into this one. You know, I'm going to obviously explain the factors that science has researched, researched over many, many years. There's so many dating journals, so many psychological evaluations of this. I mean, from how someone smells to mm. age differences. We're going to go into the dungeon now of the pools you were talking about. You know, we're going to talk about, even on when it comes to online dating, what are you looking for? So, so this segment mm. is... Now you've fallen, and that's not always sometimes in your control. But let's talk the scenario where you've now chosen an interest, (laughs) right? And you're now exploring if this interest is someone you're going to take a longer road with. Mm -hmm. Some of the interesting things that are very common in all relationships, which whatever the gender and sex. So let's start with something that is, I think, in our (laughs) zone of communication. One of the biggest that is considered when it comes to choosing someone long-term is age. Ooh. Okay? Yeah. So I'm going yeah. to rattle all of them and mm. we'll see which ones are of interest. So I don't know if you guys have heard about the half your age plus seven rule.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never.
1: Every
3: high that? school boy <laughs> has heard of that. No, it's, it's that I,
0: thing where you take whoever it is that mm-hmm. you have An interest in You take their age Half mm-hmm. it Add seven
3: The fact that he knows This is scary it, no, 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 <laughs> no no no
0: But now here's, the, here's go, the part That go, I, go, go. I missed After you add seven If the The difference what So it's the, half
3: your age Plus seven Yes So what, whatever You can take my age Whatever age you is. arrive at Right
0: Needs to be a certain Uh wh- the difference between your age And that age mm-hmm. Can't be past a certain There we go thing. So, like it can't so here's the premise So what is the
3: acceptable So it's interesting How many studies we do Unnecessarily as humans But this one is interesting And I thought the pluggers Will find this hilarious Because some of our pluggers Are already married So you may need to be like Hey, happy <laughs> <Hey, laughs> Right hey, So hey. so here's Here's <laughs> what psycholo- some, some of the psychological studies Talk about Is this half your <laughs> age Plus seven Which is What is the acceptable Age range To be dating someone Mm -hmm. So Take good old big sister here So 40 Yeah Right Half of 40 is 20 So plus 7 27 So the most acceptable Lower end Yeah it's the lower limit Of dating For me Would be 27
0: A 27 year old A 27 year old
3: Right According to this, according to this, don't panic. Your face is like judgmental
0: to
2: the core right now. But here's what's
3: interesting. Either you're an age subscriber or you're not. Personally, I'll throw my hat in here. I'm not an age subscriber. I'm definitely an emotional intelligence subscriber. Mm. However, however, because I want to be speaking to the girls who I know are online relating. One of the most interesting things is we have definite stereotypical construct that says, this half your age plus seven is more applicable to men than women. Oh, so a man can choose a twenty-seven-year-old. It's very different if CD is choosing. Aren't we like in twenty twenty-two and changing and this, but this the, is the reason. But this is the reason why I think topics like this are so interesting because we're still in an age where we have a largely patriarchal view about how women date, mm. but we have a very interesting flexibility and freedom of how date. Mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel about the age is, is age very important to you
0: so for me that equation yes i can see where it kind of makes sense but it's more than just the equation and the chronological age for me mm-hmm. i look at somebody and i go where are you in your life mm-hmm. and can we match life stages in terms of our mm-hmm. maturity are we going in the same direction mm-hmm. but this is the obvious thing like. Oh, I struggle. Hey, <laughs> under twenty-five <laughs> is oh, I struggle. Post-apartheid, <laughs> like were you alive when we had our first democratic election? Yeah, twenty-five. That is a stretch for me. Like, ugh, how? Oh my gosh! Ooh.
3: I hope we're not breaking too many hearts with I this um, no, 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 no. distinction, hey, guys. No. Where are you with the age thing, Linda? Uh
1: oh, with me, I uh, aging nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. Um but in terms of like younger younger guys then yeah. n- n- no that's not really my preference i like the uh, more you know mature older uh uh, age group. I like just older guys in general, you know. Because mm. I feel like they also mature, they make me laugh, you know, they have a nice personality.
3: Oh, <laughs> <this> personality. <laughs> you know, this we are probably, aligned. This is probably the most diplomatic way. Melinda wow. to let you know That's, please we need to be have nice. a life. <laughs> He's not building Bob again. No, oh. no, no. I ain't about that life. No. <laughs> but there are other factors, guys, that are very interesting to discuss in relationship, the religion factor, Mm -hmm, the income factor, the gender factor, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're in an interesting generation where I'm going to hope we're no longer so obsessed by trying to categorize someone and then deciding if we're dating them based on where they are. And Mm -hmm. I think this gender sexuality conversation is such an interesting one because is it possible, and this is the interesting thing I'm going to throw out there, as a doctor taking such a risk, right? Mm -hmm. Is it possible for someone to have an undiscovered preference? Mm. Right? An undiscovered. An undiscovered. So we're socialized, right, within a heteronormative background. And I think Linda's made some very interesting points there. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to attraction versus people you would be willing to settle down with, not everyone, the argument I'm making is not everyone is 100% cognizant of what their actual sexual preference is Mm -hmm. until a certain life stage and in a community or in a world where we're not as, I guess, how do I say, as liberated Mm -hmm. to explore who we are from a young age, Mm -hmm. is it possible for someone to discover, for example, that they may be bisexual, Mm -hmm. but they weren't aware and how does that play out? when it comes to them exploring a dating life the reason i'm saying this is because there is there are these underground right Mm -hmm. very important things to discuss where someone heteronormative from a heteronormative background then is seen for example because i don't believe every case is the exact same cookie cutter case of oh this guy should have known that he prefers men why did he go and marry a woman and then have an have relationships with men on the side mm. could could is it sometimes that it's because of this unexplored undiscovered preference because mm. he is conditioned to i've got to marry and do this and do that he may never have had the same exposure mm-hmm. and the same thing for from a female perspective it's mm-hmm. easy to say it's you know guys come in with this stuff but could it have a woman going into a heteronormative marriage mm-hmm. and realizing oh my gosh she has an attraction to females but now you've made this interesting commitment. What what do you do with that undiscovered aspect? And and that's a critical reason why I say as a doctor always, it's so critical to first build a life with yourself. Yes. Because so many of us are also socialized and conditioned to run into relationships. And sometimes because relationships are designed to be mirrors, to reflect who we really are, you may be unnecessarily, right? Creating chaos when you could have had time to explore the stuff while you were still single, mm. getting to know yourself, including your preferences, including what you prefer, including who you're attracted to, and getting honest with who you're attracted to can protect not just other people that you date, but yourself from a lot of heartache.
0: Yeah. Mm. Quick question in, in the, yeah. <clears throat> the, the climate we live in. Yes. Um, we in south africa i think are Mm -hmm. one of those countries where interracial relationships
3: are oh the race card here we go
0: you know are they are the are are they easy do you think they're easier in south africa than they are elsewhere because i feel like let's say in france you'd find interracial relationships a lot more prevalent because both individuals identify as being french and that kind of paints the two of them with one stroke of a brush. Whereas mm-hmm. here you're not just black,
2: wow. you're not
0: just white, you're not just colored. There are other subcultures that define who you are, yes. that to an extent where it could impose certain limits on your ability to see a relationship with somebody from a different race over and above the fact that they are of a different race. Yeah.
3: Um, the, I'm going to answer that from personal experience. As yeah. Someone who isn't um, shy yeah. to admit to interracial dating and interracial relationships. So I have an accidental superpower um,
2: mm. <laughs> wow. that I'm willing
3: to talk about as part of my answer to this question. Okay. Um, I tend to be the catalyst for partners um, to start exploring the other side.
0: Oh, oh, um,
3: yeah. And I call <laughs> it a superpower and I'll tell you side. why. She's so, the catalyst. So okay. if someone, if a partner hasn't dated outside the race, yeah. I, for some wonderful accident, they meet CD. After CD, it becomes an open conversation okay, with good. themselves. Okay, I don't on. necessarily mean they go chocolate. I'm not superpower. Once you go black, you can never go back. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only reason I think I'm going to do a high five on that is because of, of your conversation. In our country, there is a stereotypical construct that it's easier for you to stick to your. People is going to be the friendliest way I'm gonna say that. Because of the tricky, complicated nature, sometimes we oh. do bring mm. of our stories. Thank you, Kat, for that term instead of the other word. And just because yeah, before I forget, yeah.
0: this goes back to, I think it was a joke that Trevor Noah made, right? Yeah. Of mm, another brother. Mm. Mm. When you yours. get looked at, oh, like wow. there's the one that went to the oh, other to race the ad- or went to well, dip that's in one the, of the other reason- pond. Mm. That's why I said Another brother. No. Mm. Um, like, that's pretty sure.
3: <laughs> I want to put perspective because of even how it was brokered in my family circle. I have one of the most, I'd love to believe, progressive family units ever, but we're grounded in a very strong pride in being black. And I don't think that should be an issue. All of us should be proud of our heritage. But the joke is at 18. My brother threw the most random joke at me, but he didn't realize he's planting a seed. He looked at me and he said, Yasuena, Gati, your partner's gonna be (laughs) umlook. Oh yeah? Right? It was a joke. Okay. Interestingly enough, five years later, first interracial relationship happens. And I'm now in complete conflict because wow, how dare I, your pride, black love, all of that stuff. Lots of conflict, early twenties. So, Best person to go talk to people who gave birth to me. So the first conversation, I sit down with the father and I go, how do you feel? Oh. <laughs> because you were in the struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, and I respect your opinion. How would you feel if I brought an individual outside of our family? colour? Mm. <laughs> and I will always love this answer because it was one of the most liberating answers I could get from a traditional Goonie man who's taught us mostly from a conventional Zulu Swati culture. Mm -hmm. He said to me, what I need you to always look at is, is this individual capable and willing to meet me, right? To meet me halfway as a human being in the things that matter most to me. Mm. Is he willing to accept who I am and not try and change me? Mm. And he said, if your partner meets those criteria, Danami, Whoever makes you happy, I will accept. Wow. Yeah. So part of why I wanted to answer you on the interracial side is I think that part of the issue is for me personally, I think the acceptance starts with our own families. If you're in a dynamic with any partner outside of your culture and race and you've got resistance and tension with people you respect the most. It doesn't matter how glorious that relationship is. It's coming up against a lot of odds early on. And the thing for me, I think, where I can share that made it not even a non-issue, that made race a non-issue, is because I didn't realize subconsciously that my families were cool with it, Mm -hmm. right? kind of gave me the freedom to intentionally explore and not have to apologize and answer to anybody else. Yeah. So in my context, and that's why I'm not answering it from a generic point of view, I'm just answering in my context, I think that interracial relationships in this country will always have some kind of complexity. But what matters is right at the front that you have a conversation with your partner about where you come from, Mm. what you treasure and celebrate Mm -hmm. as a unit or as a, as a family, give them the opportunity to meet that experience, ask the questions and you do the same for them. I constitute and claim that I know everything about, for example, the Afrikaans heritage, but I can tell you that I've had a few relationships with men who are from the Afrikaans Mm aspect, right? But I've also had relationships with Irish, Colombian. Okay, we're not gonna get into too much of my dating history. You are a (laughs) well-traveled,
1: you are a (laughs) well-traveled. I
3: think think because I'm choicefully single, and I think I also wanna put that forward because people think that serially dating, um, it means that you are not someone who likes to commit. I went through a chapter in my life where I wanted to explore And understand what kind of partner I would be willing to dance with for the rest of my life. And it made me curious about how men think and how men approach relationships. And so meeting men from different cultures made me curious about how they are raised, for example, to treat a future wife, a future, etc. And I went through an intentional period where I was meeting individuals to kind of understand, well, where's the fit for me? Yeah. Right? Hmm. But I think that it's very difficult for certain women to feel free to explore outside certain constructs. And I do think that in South Africa, it's It's probably a slow evolution. I see the evolution, by the way. I am seeing more interracial couples out out there comfortably so. But I worry sometimes that we constantly have to make a statement first. Like, oh, before I come out with my white boyfriend, I'm going to like slowly build the story up on social media. (laughs) So that
0: (laughs) that. by the
3: time I do the selfie, um, then everyone's going to understand that it's not because I don't love black men. Mm. It's just because this is where I am. It's sad for me that we still have to literally work ourselves up. To, to the, de- the uh, public declaration right, To the right. public declaration I think for me Love is a dance between two people first You have that discussion And you discuss things like Oh, how are you How do you think your friends are going to feel How do you think my friends are going to feel yeah. But you've got to have an end date to those discussions So that the love can grow yeah. The actual union has a chance to survive
0: I have a question Not to pivot the conversation <laughs> in a completely different direction But also yeah. based on what you've just said About your exploration Yeah Of dating different men from different cultures. Let's not just class it by race. Sure,
3: sorry, cultures. Yeah,
0: cultures, of course. I think I think you definitely did. I was just justifying it to myself in in order to (laughs) to build up the question, right? (laughs) From your perspective and your experience. Is it worthwhile and healthy uh, in terms of taking care of yourself
2: Mm -hmm. to
0: date frequently and to make those decisions about the continuation or the exodus from that relationship Mm. quickly?
3: Okay, or so my- is it
0: about exploring, let's say, the friendship element? Mm-hmm. You'd rather nice. be friends with multiple potential partners, see right? where yeah. it goes. and then okay. go, okay, well, narrow it down to these, and then narrow it down, narrow it down. Versus, I love let me question. date, and what I mean by that is like formalizing a a relationship. Yeah. Okay, like, focus but, on
3: one person. Yes. Okay.
0: Right, but to go like. I would love to know what it's like to date you. And then you have that discussion up front. Okay. And I'm asking this as a broad question to everyone who's I'm watching. Hearing you. Have the conversation. I'm really interested in figuring out whether we could work. Yeah. Do you think it's something that we could explore and date? And these are the parameters of what I think dating is. You mm-hmm. tell me what your dating is. Mm-hmm. And if there's a middle ground, let's try it. it does that exist? Is that... I don't even know.
3: Like I'm on the team. Everything is negotiable. The, the thing for me that I think is missing in a lot of the initial stages of attraction is I don't think a lot of conversing is happening around the touchy subject. Like what are we doing? So, so I love the your question because it's the, well, yeah, it's the what are we doing? Yeah. And by what dates, I think so many different dating coaches come with different formulas. At what dates do you start asking where we're going? What are we doing? Are we exclusive? The interesting term of mm-hmm. what you were saying, like, I want to see if this is going to work. I think what matters for me is when you, when you are at a stage where you want to explore with someone. I think the first thing, that, that would just be my little piece of own solid advice. A coffee chat with that person, once you've established what your intention is with them, a, the next brave thing is to invite them for coffee or a chat and have the discussion of, listen, I'm here, where are you? Because my issue is all of us have different understandings of when we think is the right time to do which step.
2: Okay. But yeah. the
3: conversation allows you to appreciate where the other person is. Because you have to at some point make a decision on how much you want to invest in exploring someone yes. else. Yes. And
0: that's that's the, and the that, process of and, having. And my that understanding of your question
3: is that is at what yeah, at what point do you think that's appropriate? My personal preference, what I found healthier for me, just to put that out there, emotionally healthier for me, is you, you were talking about established friendships or connections with, with people and then have a very firm boundary yes. of what those friendships entail. And when you are establishing a notion or uh, when you start to lean towards someone that you're establishing something deeper for, to then have the discussion of a relationship. I found personally, this is not going to work for everybody. Personally, it is healthier to get to know someone platonically, even if you're crushing hard on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? For okay. me, what works is to establish the friendship, right? A couple of months, allow these conversations to continue to happen. And when I'm leaning towards feeling emotionally safe enough to want to explore more, have the conversation and take a Like a big, That's me.
0: but a big... Um, kind of spanner in the cogs. Oh There's like, God. but what about the dreaded friendship zone or friend zone, right? Friend zone. And if, that's if why I become speaking. Now you can't escape. Yeah. people have this fear that I'm going to get to know this person too, at such point. a platonic level, and it's going to be wonderful. That that person can only see me as a friend, and then the, friend. our friendship is so wonderful. Why would you want to ruin it by turning it into a relationship? And we Ooh. could fail. And if we fail, then what happens to our friendship? And then what happens to the feelings that you have
3: oh throughout
0: the friendship? You keep
1: them in a, I, a, so I have and a very store them conscious, mm. so I
3: have a very conscious mm. way of letting someone know that I'm interested in them romantically, even when we're in the friendship stage. How? Okay, so I tell them that the reason I want to take it slow, right. right? Which is what for me the friendship stage means in the intimacy building, is because I am 100 percent committed first to figuring out yeah. if we are something that I want to invest in. So for me, it's interesting because my category is I'm not friend zoning you. If you already know, I'm interested in you, but I can understand the perspective from the other side. Like, but is the, so? My question would be: Is the denial of physical intimacy early on for those couple of months the definition of friend zoning, or is the fact that we're actually taking it slow?
0: No, I think it, it's it's actually got nothing to do with the physical intimacy it's like for me the intention yeah and that's mm-hmm. why the conversation is so important yeah that and i speak only from personal experience where i, got you. I am right now i would rather go into let's say a, a relationship or a friendship with somebody yeah whom i was interested in with them yeah. like i would want them to know i that, tell like, them the reason why <laughs> it's not like oh i just met you in the street and <laughs> like it's all cool and like it's great Again, to friends. hang out yeah. with you yeah. right. like i've got friends you know i've got yeah. people who are in my circle it's cool I am actually interested in you. And then also, I think it avoids that potential, why did you say that to me? Or Mm. why did you say it like that? Like, no, but you know that I'm interested. And if you're comfortable and okay with that green light, if you're not, Red light,
2: and because it's also
0: about.
1: I feel like there's a bit of accountability that it helps with when we establish and like um, when you let that person know what your intentions are. Absolutely, there's like a bit of accountability in terms of the way they speak to you, the way they address you, the way they treat you, as well. Because if I don't tell you that my intentions are for us to have a relationship you could literally be introducing every boy you're dating to me and asking me advice about <laughs> a boy you have a crush on. That's- Meanwhile, <laughs> the entire time I'm like, but he- oh, but, so I'm sitting in front of you.
3: and..." But hang on brothers. That was the provisor that I put in. I said, you intentionally still declare what your feelings are. Even if you're in the friendship stage,
0: I feel like mm. that's a safe way, a safer way of, of doing it.
3: I'm a coffee, yeah. I'm a coffee chat fan for that reason, because I don't think we do enough dry dating. Or sober dating, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Did a I just dry say dating. dry? Did I? <laughs> no, no. Cut that no. in the final segment. <laughs> no, definitely not editing that out. <laughs> dry dating should be a thing. Do mm. a bit more sober dating, guys. You'll get to the answers a lot sooner. But it's for me, you can absolutely work on a friendship while, while you are romantically interested in someone. And mm. for me, it's actually a necessity. Because part of what happens is values... Um, preferences, passions, hobbies. During that stage, it's a lot. Well, I found. Let me put it this way: in my dating experience. It comes out a lot quicker when you've got the time. Yeah. Mm. I think once you've built a physical bond with someone, before you've discovered who they are outside of the bedroom, it can get really, really tricky to to detach if mm. things aren't aligning. And yeah. I think
0: maybe technically it might also. And I, I say technically, like from the <laughs> neurological perspective that we yeah, discussed, not so. right? Once you have. <laughs> divulge that yeah hey i like you yeah i'm interested it takes off the pressure of having to put up this front where you're putting on different hats like if he or she says something do i laugh at it like (laughs) or is it like (laughs) you know who are you trying to be at least now you know what my intentions are so i can laugh at it in the way that i wanted to because you know where i'm at
3: I definitely It felt, diffuses a
0: lot of tension. I definitely
3: mm. I, I felt, and that's one of the reasons I was happy to share it, is I felt that it does unmask people really quickly um, when you give them the permission to, to kind of get to know you as well as you getting to know them and get to this place. I've probably enjoyed some of the most fruitful and valuable partnerships from, from that model. And the mm. only reason, just so that that's clear, CD's not hitched yet, isn't because she hasn't had proposals. But It's also important when you're not at a stage where you can get, and that's why I talked about building a life with yourself so that you Mm -hmm. know what you can offer someone. The only time and the reason I've turned down some of those big major gestures of amazing commitment is because I recognize that I wasn't at a stage where I could offer certain parts of myself fully to that person. Mm. But it Mm. matters. It matters. To have an open flow of honest communication. I cannot say this enough. It's probably the most important ingredient of having a healthy relationship. Mm. The problem is I don't think a lot of us are being honest upfront. front. We're honest after the fact.
1: Mm. So like you, you. We're honest after the fact. Yeah. So like you encourage people like dating uh, even without the intention of like, you know, getting married as well. Like, I what feel do you like
3: mean by that? that? That's an interesting question. In terms
1: of like dating to maybe discover yourself, learn more about that person uh, rather than saying, I'm getting into a relationship with you right now because I possibly want to spend the rest of my life with you. So you're saying that you had to decline certain ones because you couldn't offer yourself. So is it something that you're still encourage into the dating field and even still not knowing not not even not knowing, but without the intention of getting married. Because you'll find a lot of girls will be like, ah, oh, he was wasting my time the entire time, Ew. you know. Um, when it was maybe just a relationship and you guys were really
0: I have know. a question with that. I, <laughs> oh, no, this and, is getting
3: so juicy. No, but this is yeah,
0: are we using the term dating and yes. being yeah, in a I relationship interchangeably? Yes. Mm. Because I think maybe from what we were discussing. Mm there is a difference yeah, being in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Them, yeah. Whereas dating is like, let's go on a coffee date. Mm. And mm. oh, I, I really like this. So can we do it two more times? Do you want to maybe do it more regularly? We've just got on a date. Like we are uh, choosingly being in one another's company. company. Mm. We're not saying we're in a relationship, yeah. but I like your company. You like mine. So let's do it intentionally. Yeah. Now, You know that the reason why we are in this space is because I'm interested. I Mm -hmm. would like to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. So let's do that. And then at some point we make the decision,
2: this
0: should be, this should be like a relationship because I really like this long, long term. And from the relationship aspect, has has anyone
1: ever offered more of that? And from you, and is it okay to also, Decline that when you know that maybe you're not offer
3: more like moving like in and, yeah. Yeah. and uh, you mean that. Yeah, yeah so when I was talking about the proposal aspect, it's that. Proposal. It's the next stage of relationshipping. Yes. So so I see relationships as as a roadmap of exploring, which is what I call dating, where you are having conversations with the intention of choosing your a partner to start the dance with. Yes. Then there's the early stage relationship which is the getting to know each other, but you have chosen. And for me, the early stage is defined by you choosing to be exclusive with one another, right? But whether it's two years, three years, five years before you take to level of proposals and living together. And that for me is the interesting stage of an early stage relationship. Then for me, there's a second stage relationship, which is what I call the full commitment, which is there is an intentional declaration Of I want to build a future with you Let's start building the future Mm -hmm. And the future then is defined by whatever you You've articulated Do you want to be in a long term partnership Without a marriage certificate Do you want to live together Do you want to get married So for me there's three stages Mm -hmm. So based on your question of Are you Is it okay for someone to stay in the dating phase forever Well if your intention is to have a lifelong partner To make babies with and build a family Then no you shouldn't be staying eternally In dating phases beyond a certain time period What is that time period? I would love the dating coaches to come and check us out on the next episode because (laughs) Mm, that's where the debate is. Mm. But in early stage relationshipping, I do think the best, my personal opinion, not just as a medical doctor, but just as a human being who's seen sometimes what happens when you've got what I call fractured attention is that it's not always ideal when you're in an when you've said, I like you, I want to see if we're going to work it's, mm. for me it doesn't make sense to have two or three other people that you're saying that yeah, that, that same yeah, thing yeah.
1: too yes.
3: so in the dating phase that's when you're making the decision mm-hmm. in the early stage you have chosen someone you and want you're to exclusive to that person yeah. and then you decide if you want to go to the second stage Whew! it's it's yeah <laughs> what it's an true. interesting topic i just realized i think i've i've just
0: identified one of my attachment styles right like i feel like i'd be comfortable in a place where it almost feels like me and the person are holding hands and we're like, let's take the steps together. Right? Like I want to make sure that you you're comfortable
2: yeah.
0: with what I'm thinking and I'm comfortable with what you're thinking. So yep. we're good. We're good. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one step.
2: Oh, 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 so well so oh well
0: okay. okay. That was hectic. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. You're good. All right. Then we settle, you know, it, it, and that's where I guess the open conversation that we were talking about comes into play which is where I tend to agree with the um, let's go on a coffee date and let's, let's yeah. chat because mm-hmm. you yeah. know that I, I'm, I'm interested. I, I have no idea who you are in a relationship sense. <laughs> you don't know who I am in a relationship sense. All I know is that I like how you think. Yep. I like the things we talk about. I like the things we do together, mm. even if it's in the company of other people. Yeah. I like that. Is it possible to explore something more? Yeah. And
3: I think that's you even the,
0: saying that just gave me like sweaty palms. And that and that's why I think <laughs> and, and that's the wellness no.
3: part of it. So I really w- would love to hear from pluggers if they've ever thought of a relationship in those stages, you know, dating, early stage, second stage. And maybe you are starting to reflect on where you've probably sometimes tried to skip those stages. Mm. And perhaps some of the reasons this last segment is gonna catch you. Um in in a better place of healing is because maybe part of the reason the breakup happened was because you were rushing in skipping parts skipping skipping yeah, so
0: mm. is that the self-inflicted
3: th- well we're going go to go into this interesting uh, and end this this segment of umjolo on on a note of caution but in Dr. G's wellness style which is there are certain things that are really important for you if you want to preserve your mental and emotional well-being because umjolo Hey, it's hectic mm. <laughs> and if you're not looking after yourself these are things that i want to catch up to you couple of things that we've already spoken about in the early stages is to watch your behavior in obsess in terms of obsession mm. be careful of obsession you want to date? you want to date healthily first thing you need to be very mindful of is am i displaying obsessive behavior mm. you need to rein that in real quick because that it immediately escalates. And a lot of it stems from a place of wanting assurance and wanting to know that your partner is equally into you as much as you're into, into them. them. Mm-hmm. Yes. The second thing that we tend to do is I call it intentional hiding. So we have an interest in someone. And that's one of the reasons I think early on when you are talking about how long do you investigate for before you make the leap? There is a comfort zone in what social media, unfortunately, has created. Mm, And social media stalking is a real thing. And a lot of us are so good at excusing it. Oh, no, I'm just like on his gram, just kind of following him for six months. And I'm like, no, you're hiding. Anytime you want to get to know someone, understand that there is a risk of you needing to put yourself out there Mm. to approach the person, ask the questions and get the yay or nay. Yeah. Stalking them for six months isn't going to delay <laughs> the answer, right? But what mm. it might do is start to create stories in your head. Mm. The risk with stalking yeah. someone is mm. that based on the pictures talk and the that, video, talk, <laughs> <me>. <laughs> 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 right? So I know I'm here, you, you know, you know, Dr. G always brings it right at the end, yeah. right? Was That's my, the okay, risk. Be careful of hiding for too long. You have to show up, be brave, and have the conversation with the person. You wanna get to know them, sit with them. So you're
0: saying, if you're in the crush phase of your mind. Yes. Um,
3: One month it's, tops. It's oh, ah,
0: <laughs> wah, wah, we wah, wah. Wa. What
3: are you still doing there on their stories? What are you doing on these stories? Why are sending hearts and,
0: and love <laughs> and then love emojis? <laughs> no, you know. Wait, why is this getting so personal right now? I'm just saying.
3: Because <laughs> maybe I'm are sending you, a message <gasps> to some people.
0: <laughs> so you're saying after like that month, ask by then make a move or not?
3: Yeah. Darn. Own. Save yourself the time of continuing to create stories in your head. You don't know this person in real life. Mm. Remind yourself when you're on their social media, you don't know this person in real life. Mm. So until you have the guts to talk to them in real life, all you're doing is creating stories. Creating
1: yeah. stories. And you, you really create like a because I mean the social media is all about, you know, the highlights. It's and this, we've spoken about this in our previous it. episodes. That's so it. then you look at this person from a from a, a godly and a, untouchable, yeah, untouchable right? image, and you're thinking to them, you dehumanized them, is so you know. <laughs> yeah, so so <laughs> I understand. I definitely understand. Right.
3: Another wellness note that Doctor G wants to leave with you, wonderful daters. Don't be afraid of online dating, and I say this boldly because mm. you guys kind of touched on it. But I think here's what's interesting about having the opportunity to talk to someone virtually. You are in the comfort. Of your own space Mm. exploring a conversation with someone on the other side. Are they scammers? Absolutely. Scammers are in real life as much as they are virtually. Is it a space that people like to judge? Oh, this is where you go to die. No. (laughs) Can I just can I have can I have a a moment? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as as we wrap up wellnessology, you know, I want to continue on this. What are healthy habits to engage in when you date? Mm. See relationships as an extension of your life Not the make or break of your entire life
2: hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
3: I think okay. something that is very subconscious with most of us is The object of our affection does sometimes end up becoming our whole life mm. in, in such a fast way And this conversation of you get lost in the middle of that mm. It tends to happen in that falling in love rush stage yeah. So no. be mindful be mindful of still having your identity. identity. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, to say, it. it's not to don't say don't enjoy love, spending don't time with these, intense, oh, if you are that yeah. couple, go for it. But mm. be mindful of what your passion is. Be mindful of keeping your current relationships still nurtured. So your friendships, your relationship mm. family, don't get too consumed by only spending time with one human being at the cost of still appreciating the things that have fed you prior to their arrival. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. So if they add to the nurturing, go for it. Enjoy their nurturing, but still maintain all these other bonds.
2: Hmm.
3: And I think- Landing? Yeah, and I okay. think
0: internally, you do know when that boundary
3: has been- I think you being, do, but we don't always act yourself, on it. Yeah. If you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. yeah. And last but not least, build a routine. Build a routine when you get into a stage of, when you start dating build a routine with yourself after a date. Don't be afraid to reflect. Mm. Sounds like a bit dorky coming back and going, how is that? Mm -hmm. I've found that my how is that has allowed me to make very conscious and honest decisions and not waste people's time. If by the third date or experience, Mm -hmm. there are certain things that haven't shifted. So I'll give an example. One of my big, hard deal breakers is do I feel emotionally safe? Cause I can have fun with a lot of people that I meet. Yeah. But it doesn't, the fun doesn't necessarily translate to do I feel emotionally safe? Okay. So if okay. let's say in the second or third conversation, I'm still not feeling emotionally safe. For me, it makes perfect sense to say, listen, I've had a really great time, but it's hmm. probably not gonna go.
0: anywhere. Yeah. Do I feel emotionally safe?
3: Woo. So the, re- so the dating mirror exercise, you come back from an experience with someone, let's not call it a date, an experience with someone could be a conversation, a lengthy conversation since we're on social media all the time. Yeah. Ask yourself, how is that?
1: Yeah. And, but uh, don't you think the emotionally safe question is also sometimes um, uh, hindered by the things the that rush. we've experienced before? The trauma, well? yes. The trauma that we've experienced but before. But that's part of
3: the reason why I talk about having conversations with yourself. With
1: yourself, Because yeah. you
3: could actually say, Okay, oh, I just went on a text rant with them. Why? Mm. We're not pausing enough. I feel sometimes the injustice we do to our prospective partners, we're not pausing enough to also evaluate and hold ourselves accountable to our own behavior yeah. in the context of the partnership so that we can separate, okay, this is something that's got to do with me not getting something in the partnership or this has got to do with something with the wound that I'm trying to face. Mm. So wow. reflect often in the early stages. It's good for you. On that note, hmm. I think we have <laughs> opened Pandora's box.
0: Oh, are we going to go? Oh, with wow. Unjolo.
3: Um and it's only right that uh, the voice that was there in the beginning is the voice that closes off. So I'm going to invite the voice from within to let us see how far this conversation has taken us by asking us the final questions. Okay. Uh, I'm still feeling as brave. Go ahead. So to the voice, I, I want to choose number one. Hmm. What are you not willing to change for a relationship? Ooh. Wow.
2: That's a tricky
0: one. What are you not willing to change for a relationship?
3: It's interesting enough, but at my age, I've had to really answer that because of the serious relationships I've been in. The one thing I've recognized that I'm not willing to change is definitely without a doubt. Without a doubt the number, I believe I can contribute biologically to children. Mm. It's a definitive number. And I don't think how many, whoever the partner is, God bless you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: That is one thing that's not going to change. If you want to know what the number is, drop me a comment on the YouTube channel and I'll
1: answer. <laughs> okay. Love that. They that engagement out.
2: Um, okay. <laughs> Oh, okay.
3: For me,
1: it's um, oh you. Okay, you answering that too? Go ahead, chat. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I was picking the number. I don't know. Should, should, no, you picking no, a number? no, you Should I also answer that? No, no, no. I thought you no, were no. about to. No, 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 I'm picking a number. I'm picking a number. Definitely number thirteen. <laughs> Ooh,
3: <that's,
2: laughs> oh, that's, let's hope it's that's lucky.
3: Racy. <laughs> <laughs> the voice is looking very happy with that choice. <laughs> Do you think you need to make any personal improvements in how you approach relationships?
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. There is a lot of personal improvements that I need to make. Um, A lot of healing that I need to, um, you know, go through in order to meet a person and sincerely and genuinely, you know, enjoy the moment and be in it fully.
3: Do you think um, this conversation took you a few steps forward with that?
1: It did. It did. Like also with the steps that you were mentioning, you know, like I was like, actually, there's a quite a bit of things that I've, I've, I've never f- followed. And maybe that's why I've been, you know, going around in circles um, and also just, you know, dealing with my own personal, you mm. know, flaws mm. and a, a self-esteem issues, maybe when oh, getting you. into a relationship, um, you know, always wanting to be. You know, the best version of yourself That you're presenting to a person Sometimes it's not really necessary For you to, you know, be The best or, you know, be Perceived as the best version Of yourself. Sometimes (laughs) Where you are at that Time and you guys can You know, and also I love The point that you raised in terms of making the person an extension of your, life. Uh, of your life and for me i think i also struggle with that because i'll be like i know, mm. you know the discussion that we had early on was figure mm. and you need to make me happy or you know or get out. yeah or right. get out or you right. need to be able to do this Gante, sometimes you need to be already in a state of joy um of love of peace and that person just needs to maybe be, be an extension. So, those are one of the things that I think I would, I would change mm. in terms of the expectations that I have for Umundo. Sometimes they might be a bit unreasonable. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, I definitely change oh,
3: that. I love her voice from within. She goes to the heart of the matter. I can't yeah. wait to hear what you're concluding. The, question number, is. the number, the number, the number, the
2: number.
0: You know, number, number. <laughs> Exciting. So I went for the double digits number early on. I'm yeah. going for single digits and the number that represents infinity, eight. Oh, oh. since we were talking about umjolo and love and I whatever, let's hope, let's hope this sends the vibes for everyone to find infinite a love. Voice from within, Sebas, us! number eight. Number eight.
3: Can you overlook anything from your partner's past? <laughs> <I>? <laughs> she just brought back <laughs> jolo <pa> again. <laughs> wow. Wow. Close us off, Kat. I
0: even my like just an outward (laughs) expression. I think, yes, I have to because I know my own past Mm. and I know how fraught that past is with mistakes. And so, for me at any level, at any time, to look upon someone's past and to use that as a rubber stamp to certify their eternal documentation in relationship Mm. makes no sense. Mm. Um, grace, forgiveness, understanding mm. is an absolute necessity. So yes, I can, and I will, and I, I, I <laughs> most certainly will have to,
2: have because to.
0: everybody comes with not baggage a story a story story.
3: and on that beautiful note guys we have done our first youtube episode subscribe do not forget to like (laughs) and subscribe our channel and we will be back with another high quality episode engage us on instagram engage us on social media all platforms I really love this
1: one I mean the conversation just doesn't end here with us You know People can still comment They can be the chosen What? The chosen one? Or the inside one? What? What the, is the voice within. The vo- within. There you can be the voice within like and drop a comment like and that. ask the questions. And we'll, you know, we'll
3: definitely continue the conversation on the comment section. So yeah. don't you worry; you will be seeing our sexy, gorgeous South Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and of course, while you're at it, also uh, check us out on Instagram. We're on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. All of our social media handles. We'll put those in the description below as they say 100 percent. but in the description this is below. <laughs>
3: us signing out of um jolo the wellness edition
0: oh we survived it
3: be great be clear about what you need and yes. want and most importantly don't forget to look after yourself through all the stages because there is only one you until then we'll see you next time on the wellness plug podcast inspiring healthy conversations thank you team Cheers. That's
2: all. <laughs>